Was popping, was popping, was popping. Welcome, Nikki and Moose. I'm Nikki. That's Moose. What's up, Moose? What up, y'all? And welcome to episode 69. <laughs> and on this episode, we're going to talk about Nas going into the NFT game, but giving up some royalties. We're going to talk about IG's update with subscription that you can make some money. The Rock did a fire, fire partnership with UFC. And we're going to talk about a creator who should have been on the highest paid YouTube stars list. Forbes, you messed up, but we got you. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got you. We got you back. Yeah. But, Moose, how we feel about this episode? Man, I'm looking forward to this one. It's time to help our people think a little bit bigger and I think the the conversation on this one is going to help you just do that. So, uh, yeah, tap in. Let's get to it. So let's get into this intro. Two kids from Queens cut from a different cloth. Now joining forces, helping you to elevate your personal brand. Yeah, I'm talking about Nikki and Moose, bringing you a never before seen perspective into the mindset, the mentality, the behaviors, the driving force. But more importantly... Stories behind the people and brands that you know and love the most. So, you know what time it is? Is the review of the week. And we're going to show some love to our YouTube people because they have been coming through uh, this past yeah, numbers week. Numbers looking Sheesh. disgusting over there. Sheesh. So, we appreciate y'all. This one's from Alex. Love how, what? Love how chill the vibe always is. While y'all never let up on dropping knowledge, bombs, 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 and gems, gems, gems. These are emojis, people. Of wisdom. Although, I'm a bit curious what's going down in the after show with some thinking mm. emojis. Appreciate y'all. Praise hands. And perhaps I'll check out Apple Podcasts one of these days for the after show. Great read. Yeah, I mean, you see, yeah, you see how great I, read, Nick, so I, I like associated that. the emojis. Good. You know, you got to show, <laughs> show the emojis some love. That's a good read. You know I mean? Yeah, that's a but, good read. Um, everybody, please continue to leave reviews and comments. If you want to leave a review, go to Apple Podcasts and Podchasers. If you want to leave a rating, if you're a Spotify listener, go to our page. You can leave some stars that rates our show. And on YouTube and all our social media platforms, leave a dope comment for any piece of content that has moved you, added value, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? However you feel, the emotion that is evoked. But uh, shout out to our audio listeners and our viewers. We love y'all. Moose, how are we feeling? How are you, Man, how I'm, you doing? I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling really, really good. Things are going great. But honestly, uh, yeah, this week is about you, man. I'm super excited. I think you had a phenomenal week. The, the episode went live. Yeah. Uh, EYL episode went live, which is kind of funny because we joked around. We were like, well, we don't know. Maybe it comes out in two months. Mm. And uh, it came out pretty quick. So Very shout quick. out to... Uh, you know, the fellas over there for making that happen pretty, pretty quickly. But uh, yeah, catch us up on your world, man. What was this week like like for you? Because uh, the numbers was uh, the numbers was up there. The hey. Numbers was up there. 
Hey, shout out, shout out to uh, the new Nikki and Moose listeners and viewers. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, my new followers. Um, yeah, the the interview was impactful. Let's just say that. Yeah. In yeah. not only the views, but as well as for my brand, um, I'm meeting a lot of new people. I got uh, really dope people following me from, we got a brand new uh, New York audience. I already, already had a bit of a New York audience, clearly, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But um, this time they're coming out very, very fierce. So shout out to all the New Yorkers and Cali people and all, and not leaving y'all out of this. Don't worry about it. Don't. But um, I had a groupie moment that uh, I was almost ashamed of speaking about, but I'm going to speak about it on the podcast, right? Where Twitch, hello, sir. Mm. You may not watch this or hear this, but I had a groupie moment, okay? Didn't know you were following me. I didn't know that. Had no clue, right? Um, when you were dancing, and so you think you could dance, right? I was following it. I loved it. I watched every single episode. And so I'm not one of those new Ellen people, but shout out to you, you and your Ellen moves and everything. But when he commented on my 50K following thing, I was done. I think I ran around my house several times. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. I was like, Twitch follow. Twitch. And and I realized that it's it's not the the you know um the big celebrities and situations. I'm not I'm not saying that he's not a big celebrity, but it's always the people that you follow the journey that you get mm. super, super excited about. Like I followed yeah. his journey, like everything. And mm-hmm. even when he got married with the kid and everything, I was like I'm happy. I'm happy. So, uh, shout out to Twitch. Um, appreciate you. Uh, we gotta do. We gotta do something together. I gotta. I gotta help you out with something. Moose gotta help you out mm. with something. It's, it's, it's gotta happen somehow, some way. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I mean, you are popping with with the dance content, but I'm saying you're so much more. But. We'll talk about that. You know what I mean? We'll talk about that. I love it. I love it. Come you on. feel me? You Come feel on. me? But. Hey, the, e- the email is wide open for all business talk. I'm just saying. Email is wide open for, uh, for all business talk. We're here for it. <laughs> yep. Yep. There it is. But uh, let's get into this episode. So, uh, first topic, of course. Queen's own Nas finally drops his NFT, right? But this one is a little bit different. So it was supposed to come out the 11th. It like completely broke the site. It Mm. completely broke it, right? So it came out January 20th and sold out in seconds. I tried it. Uh, Isaiah tried it. No luck. I was so sad. And so with this one, he put up two songs, uh, Ultra Black and Rare, and was actually giving 50% up of the rights to these particular songs, right? Which is really interesting because normally 
You just sell the art, maybe give them something physical or some access and things like that. But this is literally saying, uh, hey, you're going to get money back when you purchase this, which is dope because now it allows the community feel like, yo, we're in this together. If this song Mm -hmm. continues to succeed the way it is, because I have access to it, I'm getting money too. Yeah. I'm not spending money just to spend money. Like this is an investment that is reoccurring. I'm getting mailbox money. Like Mm -hmm. that's very interesting. I, I wanted definitely your take on it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's phenomenal. When you think about what Nas has represented in the community and how his career has matured over time, mm-hmm. I think this is a move that it's it's clearly him giving back in a way, but it's, it's giving back in a way that shows people what's possible, mm-hmm. right? Because now you're giving people, you're giving back, but you're giving back and you're saying, hey, actually, I want you to see that there is a way to invest your money where you can earn additional revenue or additional income over time. Right. It's 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 a it's a positive cash flow investment almost because you're talking about royalties from two songs that who knows? I mean, he's still dropping music and people are still going back to the catalog. So that is super unique. I mm-hmm. mean, it's really, really cool. Yeah. And, and I think also for us, right, thinking about what this means for people's brands, it's like how do we get our community more involved and it not only feel like a, a money grab? Like a lot of these NFT projects have some people like run away with the profits and just leave their mm. community kind of left high and dry. Um, I was in one. I'm not going to say the name of the project, but it, it, it got quiet once it sold out. It got very really? quiet. Yes. Very wow. quiet. And this wasn't a cheap, um, this wasn't a cheap one, right? Because mm. like an average new one is about like 400, 500, right? Mm-hmm. Unless there's a celebrity backing it. And then it's about a thousand, something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, some little over, right? Um, and then boom, kind of like ghost and hush. So, that with this one, with Nas's NFT, it doesn't even matter if no one's really talking in the community mm. or anything like that. We know we're going to mm-hmm. get money because of the smart contract. So when I'm, when I'm thinking about how can brands really uh, bring this to their table, it's like maybe if I drop uh, a new shirt, and the, some of the profits go to that. Like you get the shirt, but you also, as we go, you know, get a percentage of it, you know, because the community came up with the design. You got the NFT. Boom, boom, boom. That's an idea. Um, whether you have a new group membership, um, an event, something to that effect. Right. Or, of course, anything that will continue to bring mailbox money. Just like uh, streaming does, or it could be real estate would would do very well with that too. If you think about mm-hmm. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's 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 no. I, I think it's it's really interesting, and the fact that it's so seamless too. Mm-hmm. Like you do it once. You as a creator, you don't have to do any maintenance to it. Like you said, with the community, well, you have to keep engaging in the community. But because this is going to engage on its own, meaning it's going to produce on its own, it's not like Nas has to do any sort of dialogue shortly thereafter. Like once he puts it out, that's it. It's a wrap. Yep. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a pretty cool idea. Did yeah. they announce who got it? Like, is there? I mean, there's ten. No, not ten thousand. Um, there were a certain amount. I forgot how many. There was there was like three tiers of each one. So, um, like for one of, I think it was for Ultra Black. They had like a gold, a platinum, and then like a VIP. And like the VIP one was like five G's or something like that. But like the first one was um, like a Discord community and, oh man, like something else. I forgot. The next one was like merch. And then the VIP one was like VIP tickets to this event an exclusive vinyl, a call with Hit Boy, and then everything else that the other people get. Yeah, and you get a higher percentage. Because understand, this is uh, 50% kind of broken into all the tokens that are there. So you don't get 50% because how does everybody get 50% of the song? Uh, you see what I'm okay, saying? Okay, got you. So, so it's like 50% divided up amongst the, yes. the people who purchased. Yes. Got it. And okay. so... If you get the higher tier, you get more royalties, right? But uh, everybody gets royalties. It's just divided up evenly depending on which tier that you got. So I thought that was genius, but I can't really remember how they broke it, like how many. But it is on, uh, for those who are interested it is on the aftermarket or the third party market, whatever they call it, OpenSea. Um, and if you want your chance to purchase it for a higher price, this is not this is resale now. This is resale. Uh, have at it. You know what I mean? Have at it. But oh wait, he said something. I didn't even mention it. Can we mention that real quick before I go? Yeah. Hello. What did Nas say about this project? I'm always looking for new and unique ways to connect with the people, said the Queens New York native in a statement. So I'm excited to partner with Royal, which is the platform that they had this NFT on, on their new endeavor in order for the world to connect with my music in a new way. So shout out to... um, Nas, Royal, especially for the sold out NFT. I wanted one. I wanted one. I mean, we're from Queens. Why can't we? I mean, but it's yeah. all good. It's all good. It's all good. Um, let's get into this next topic. So I'm personally excited about this one, right? Um, we're going to talk little social media was this mean kind of vibes? Uh, Instagram is starting to create different ways for creators to get paid on the platform, right? So 
they've been in the works. If if those who's been on Instagram, you may see uh, different ways like badges, in-stream ads, uh, reels on how you can monetize some of your content. If not, we'll go more in, in depth about it. But now they're kind of facing what Patreon's doing and doing subscriptions, which I think is kind of fire. But let me show you what I mean by something I did. <laughs> hey, yo, Instagram update time. And we're talking about money. So Instagram is introducing subscription and there's going to be three types. Let's talk about it. Here's the first one. First is stories. So creators are going to be able to go live just to their subscribers and you can get exclusive access to those stories. They'll be marked with a purple ring so you know that it's just for you. Now, here are the other two ways. The second is subscriber lives. So a creator can go live just to their subscribers. And the third is you'll get a subscriber badge, a little purple indicator so the creator knows that you're a subscriber when they see you in comments, in DMs, or anywhere else across Instagram. So now you could charge your followers a monthly fee to see exclusive content instead of going to Patreon and other platforms. What do you think about this? Comment below. So, um, I like this. I like this a lot because I'm always very happy for different ways to make money on a free platform. These are things that we were already doing. Now we can give a certain kind of incentive of, hey, you've been getting all this value. I got more stuff for you and no one else is going to see it unless they're a subscriber, right? Now, this is funny because we brought up fan base last week, right? Which we got an announcement for that. I'll say low key later on, right? But um, fan base is a platform that allows you to monetize right away and do subscription. But here comes Instagram. Hear me? <laughs> And Instagram is not playing. So you are able to create exclusive stories and lives for whatever price you want a month, whether it's from zero to 100. Now, what they did say, which has been a, been a big problem for other platforms that do this kind of subscription situation, is that you can actually take the contact list off of the platform where other like YouTube and Facebook and Twitter, you can't necessarily do that. You're like locked in for that. Now it's great because as you're growing a following, it is a bit difficult. It's not impossible, but it is a bit difficult to get them off. You feel what I'm saying? Like, to get them off the platform, it is a bit hard. But now that there's going to be pretty much of a workflow of let me get the followers, let me cater to them, nurture to them, and then let me offer them something of a really dope experience by them becoming a subscriber and giving them natural status because with badges, with the subscriber badges, as long as they're subscribed, every single time they comment, 
they're going to have just like purple badge, which no one else has unless they're subscribers. Uh, shout out to Lonnie. Um, one of the people, cause they only opened up for 10 creators. So he, he's one of them and he was breaking it down to me, kind of just some of the ideas that he's going to have and things like that. But, um, he has it and he's, he's already starting like, yo, I'm gonna go a little bit more personal into my life. You're going to see my writing process. Cause he's a comedian. Um, you're going to see all into my world. And so I subscribed just to understand the process. It was very smooth. You buy right on the app, right? Just like how you buy badges. And, um, I got access to, um, his stories right away. And I got the badge and it definitely made me feel like I stand out out of all his thousands of comments that he gets, you know? So I think this is going to be really good for people who are trying to grow a brand on uh, Instagram mm. because it allows you to continue to create a really dope experience on the platform. And if they are true, because when I did ask Lonnie, hey, um, you know, is the contact list going to include emails? He was like, I'm not sure I'll ask. But if it is true that you can take this contact list and take it off social media, put it on like an email uh, list and grow your list that way. Oh, game over. Game Huge. over. I feel um, I, I feel like. It may shake a little things up for fan base, but of course this is going to roll out. So that means that it's going to take a minute for everybody to have it, but they're saying everybody has it at this moment, fan base, everybody has the chance to monetize right now, regardless if you have one follower, you have thousands of followers, you're able to mm -hmm. do that. So, I like what, what Instagram is doing um, moves from a, a brand business side kind of vibes. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's of course, from, from a big business, just thinking Instagram and Meta really quick. What, what they're doing is, is almost competitively scary, right? Because from a business standpoint, it's competition. Yep. They have the backing. They have the resources. Obviously, financially very well equipped to start taking over some of these areas. But the advantage here from a business standpoint that I think a lot of entrepreneurs need to pay attention to is centralizing the experience for your users, your customers and your clients. Mm -hmm. What's happening now is they're noticing the trends of people building a following. And then because the platform doesn't really give major opportunities for the creators or other people to monetize, then the entrepreneurship instinct kicks in and people are finding ways to monetize, whether it be through events, through services, through other platforms, like you said, exclusive content, putting things behind a paywall. So what's, what's that doing? Ultimately, it's pay, taking people off the platform and going elsewhere. And we know that for these platforms like the Facebook, aka Meta and Instagram and YouTube, 
That is the last thing that they want you to do. They don't want you to go from one, from their platform or from one place to another place so that you can continue to consume or interact with the with the creator or someone whose things that you enjoy. So for them to centralize this, I think it's going to help them drastically from an overall experience standpoint because everyone just has to go to one place and stay there for some of the things that they typically would have had to go elsewhere to get. So I think that's something that from just a, an overall strategic standpoint, we can echo that in our own experiences. I know for us, simply put, when we look at our some of our programs and some of the things that we've had, we've noticed that there is less of a follow through rate when we have people having to sign in from one portal to another portal to another portal to access some of the different resources. So anytime we centralize and we say, hey, if you log in here, you're going to get all of the things that are part of your subscription or your membership. There's usually a better retention rate, which as a business owner, that's got to be something that is super important for you because I've always said retention is the number one thing that gets you out of the hamster wheel. Mm-hmm meaning that you don't have to keep waking up every single day to chase sales. It's not to say that you don't, you no longer have to innovate because innovation is something that we always have to continue to do, but the better that you can retain your customers, the quicker you're able to get out of the hamster wheel and have a solid foundation in place. So I think it's really cool. Obviously, like I said, with their resources and backing, they're competing at a very high level. The, uh, the only question I would have for you, Nick, is mm. when is it a good time for someone when they get access to this, just because they get access to it, is that an automatic yes? Put that up and make it available for your audience? Or should there be some things that we're thinking about as people managing brands or businesses online to say, okay, I have the feature, but should I charge my audience for additional things or should I wait? Like, what's the what's the recommendation here, you think? So I think... Um I'm big on monetizing the second you can. That doesn't necessarily mean that people will buy into it right away, but you have it available. And with a platform, if you are trying to grow a loyal following that is going to buy into the things you do, you got to provide the options and and people are aware, right? This is going to allow uh, the people to, to be trained that they need to buy instead of just doing free, you know? So it's, it's very interesting how we're going to now start seeing the importance of free content and, and a paywall. And I, I was having back and forth conversation when this was, you know, this was announced. Some people were like, oh, no one's going to pay for this. And I did a whole live about it. And people were like, what? We would. We would hmm. pay for extra access. That means I'm, I'm more into your life. That means I'm more uh, finding out more details more tips, more motivation, more, more entertainment. Like I, I broke it down to even like for the podcast, what would that mean for the podcast? If we did 
IG uh, subscriptions and we could do our after shows right on the lives. We can show on stories who we're talking about, maybe as a glimpse into the to the different clips, you know, getting polls to allow um, other people to let us know what the topics are going to be, you know, and anybody who has a podcast, you could take the same model. I, I have no problem with that. You know, um, people who, you know, do entertainment or, or drawing, you know, do a live drawing that at the end of the live gets gifted to one of the subscribers on the stories. They have a chance to say what's going to be uh, drawn next or for people who do video editing, what's going to be edited next, you know, it's about creating a different experience and you could do that on day one. You could do it the second that you have the, the option to do it. Now, this is going to be a minute, right? They got 10 creators right now who have a crazy following. I think Lonnie has about over 500 K on uh, Instagram, right? But as they start opening up more and more, it's still not going to probably be available for everybody, I believe, until probably six months. I give it that. Probably six <laughs> months till we start really seeing something. I think in three months, they'll start opening it up a little bit more. And then three months after that, opening it up a little bit more. Like, so, I, I, yeah, I don't really see it truly getting to everybody first first. So you should start preparing if this is something that you want to add to, you know, to your streams, because this is just, and they said in the first year, we're not going to take out any fees, mm, but that's we, major. but we also have to be aware that Apple takes 30% of everything. Hmm. Yes. It's a sucky even on even on Instagram plot. Yeah. Wow. Any any app that does in app purchases, Apple takes thirty percent. Mm. It's mm. it's been a, a ongoing battle for creators who do like um any type of subscription base or any purchases or whatever, anything that's bought. With an Apple phone, they get 30%, wow. which we should talk about one day. That is trash. But I do believe this IG subscription is, is going to be really good for creators because on top of Instagram badges, for those people who don't know what that is, you get tips on live. Uh, and right now it's available for everybody who's, over 10,000 followers. Majority of things that I'm going to say are pretty much available for uh, people with 10,000 followers. So that's why the subscription is very interesting because it may be open for everybody and they don't have to go to other platforms, which Instagram is very aware of. Like, yeah, hmm. you know what I mean, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Wow. I like it. So if you're going to 
try it when it's available. Uh, let us know in the comments, in the reviews, if you're going to do IG subscriptions. But let's get into some business talk. Mm -hmm. So, um, Moose, you want to set this up? You want to set this up? Uh, sure. Yeah. Well, um, so I was actually, uh, this is the first time I get to set something up on a podcast. Hey, like you a, know, it's like new season. Moment. I got, new yeah, season. This is a little different. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I was, uh, I've always been, we've, we've talked about this multiple times in terms of just Dwayne Johnson and, and the different types of brands and companies and businesses that he's built so we we were like always planning on like okay how can we implement this into the show because again that's definitely someone that needs to be highlighted but what happened recently this collaboration that he pulled off was definitely worth noting so for those who don't know the rock aka Dwayne Johnson just signed a deal with the UFC to give them his signature sneaker line which is a shoe that he has where Under Armour. So we'll play the clip and then we'll break this down a little bit deeper because I think this is a very, very smart move. First of all, it's incredible exposure for the brand of Project Rock. And again, this is why I am so grateful. I put so much heart and blood, sweat and respect into the brand of Project Rock because it is a reflection and an anchor of who I am in my DNA. But beyond I think the brand exposure and these two brands coming together, it's deeper than that to me. It is, you know, these fighters are on an island and I have such tremendous respect for these fighters, the men and women, and that island that they're on, they make the, for the ones who walk the walk and they make that walk to the iconic octagon and they put it all out on the line. You know? So really, really cool here, right? First, first, let's just kind of take you back to how this came to be. And then we'll talk a little bit about why we think this is a good move and how you can possibly benefit from something like this if, you know, you're in a similar position or how to get yourself in that position. So first off, if you notice The Rock, he's probably one of the best big celebrities that built a personal brand, right? He's really, really good at just pulling out his phone, especially when he's in the gym and talking about his values, the things that he cares about, his hobbies, and just showing you a behind the scenes of his life. And this is something that many and all of us can do, right? We don't need a, a crazy camera crew, but through that, a lot of people started engaging with his social media. So you'll notice that his social media from the US, I, I think if not over a hundred million, it's definitely close to that. But what happened shortly thereafter is he signed an agreement or he signed a deal with Under Armour to create this sneaker line for him, right? And it was like pretty much sneakers and what they call Project Rock, which is all types of gear, right? Shirts, hoodies, the whole nine. So you fast forward a little bit now and you notice that he takes that deal or that product line and he gives it to the UFC to be their official sponsor because UFC recently cut ties with Reebok after Adidas sold Reebok away. So they kind of just let that go. Now, here's one thing to think about. Number one, UFC is a multi-billion dollar brand. Shout out to my good friend, Nick, who told me about this, but they have 48 of the 52 weeks, they have events airing every weekend. 
48 out of 52 weeks, they've had fights airing every weekend. So they're, they're almost becoming like a new global or main sport when you think of like NBA, NFL, MLB, like they're really out here and they have a full long season. So a multi-billion dollar brand airing almost 48 weeks or 50 weeks a year. And then you wear that or you give them your gear to wear. Now, here's the part that I think is so interesting, Nick's. The Rock didn't go out and say, I'm going to make my own shoe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to design my own sneaker. I'm going to start my own sneaker company and take that and give it to the UFC so that I can generate more sales. The Rock partners with Under Armour and uses that signature line to give to the UFC. Mm. So the part for me that I think is so fascinating is we have to start, I know, I know for our community, and we encourage it also on the platform and on the podcast when we talk about ownership, but sometimes you want to be strategic about what type of ownership you go after, Yeah. right? Not, not all ownership. So just because we're in uh, content creation or we use cameras and mics, we don't, have to say, we don't have to go out and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to start my own camera company. I'm going to start designing cameras. It's like, it's like, okay, oh yes, we get ownership, but you don't have to go into something that's not in your lane or in your niche. So I like the idea of let me partner with a company or with something that I use regularly. It's a part of my DNA and my brand. And because we have a great relationship, I can boost sales, earn more revenue, bring more attention. And it's a win-win for everybody by putting it with a major contributor or a major brand, a growing brand like the UFC. So I think that to me, for, for me, Nick, that's the greatest part about it. It shows a very community approach to building businesses and sharing uh, sharing a brand as opposed to saying, you know what? Nope, I'm out on my own. I'm going to start building sneakers or I'm going to start making sneakers. And, and, and it's like, it's a waste. It don't make sense. It's like, no, you're an actor. You, you make movies, you act. You keep doing that, but utilize some of these other channels to help you bring more awareness or more revenue and then share that with other areas that need it. So that, that for me, I thought was really cool and and should give us a new way to think about as business people. We don't, like I said, don't got to go out and make your own cameras, but think about, Hey, can I partner with a Sony? Can I partner with a Canon and then use their cameras and give them to my students because I'm teaching people how to shoot maybe, you know, like that, that's another way to think about ownership instead of having to go out and, and necessarily make your own things all the time. Yeah. I, um, I love that. It's, it's, it's a combination of ownership as well as relationships. Mm-hmm. So he's over 20 years of friends with Dana White. I said it right. Right. Dana yep. 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 yep that's I never want to screw that man's name. Right. But, um, so when, uh, how do I put this? When Reebok, when they drop Reebok, it's like, Oh, let me go with my friend who's already killing the game. Who's backed by Under Armour. Right. This could work out. He was a wrestler. He understands the training situation this can actually work. And now this is going to be available for all UFC fi- fighters who, 
during their open workouts, walkout, uh, locker room situations, which is huge. It's amazing for brand awareness. And I wasn't even super aware of, and I, re- I remember Under Armour announcing like a part, a global partnership with him, but I didn't, I totally didn't even know about this, uh, this whole other brand that he had created, the sneakers, mm-hmm. the gear. And then I'm looking yeah. at different clips and how they strategized the mission statement for the brand. It's really interesting, but I love that the core Maybe not the core, but a good amount of why this deal happened was because of the relationship. It was because The Rock and 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 Dana White, or yeah, I always want to make sure I say his name right. But um, those two had a long term relationship that then now is going to turn into a multi year deal with each other's brand. I think that's amazing. If you can, if you could do things with friends, mm-hmm. with powerful brands, because The Rock alone has a power brand. Yeah. And that the UFC is a power brand. That they could come together because of friendship. I think that's really dope. Absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, let's talk about the uh, the creator that should have been on the Forbes list. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let Moose say his name, but been, a, been in the YouTube game since he was 13 years old. Has over Crazy. a thousand videos out. As of today, right? Over a thousand. And has, as of today, which was uh, January 22nd when this was uh, recorded, 15.2 million followers. Moose, who are we talking about? Man, the one and only MKBHD, uh, Marcus Brownlee. Now, um, Moose gave me this, this video and I was instantly like, yo, we got to talk about it. He didn't even have to explain it too much. He said like maybe one or two things, send me the video. I was like, absolutely. This is fire. Right. Um, and, and I'm gonna let Moose explain why he sent it to me and things like that. But there is a clip that totally like if you want to know how to stand out here's a formula yeah it's not the only formula but here's a formula right so uh moose real quick what what really got you with that video um that you wanted to talk about on the podcast yeah i think the main thing for me is that we need to start showing examples of people who have gone from content creators to media companies. Mm. Hold on, that needs an and, air horn. Yeah. Come here. That needs an air horn. Go ahead. 
Yeah, yeah, because I think one of the things that we've talked about in terms of when it comes to black and brown communities is that we're always late to the party. And now we're starting to see that, okay, you can like the content game, you can you can make a good amount of money as a content creator. But the next tier is the media company. So for me, just kind of seeing his transition and what he's on now, I was like, okay, yep, let's bring that to the platform. So we start to show people there is levels to this. There is bigger goals to it. Nothing against content creation. It's a great start. But let's also put a, a bigger, you know, bigger goal behind that, which is can I can I can I turn my creativity to be able to start a media company one day? And and that's the that's the bread and butter here. Let's get into this clip. This was a quarter million dollars. Um, obviously not worth it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. So here's the thing about being a tech channel. Every time we pull off something new, we find that it's replicated pretty quickly. So this is specifically difficult to replicate. Every time we do a robot shot, we want it to be not just fun and exciting to watch, but leave you with a little bit of how the f did they do that? Mm. So, um, real quick backstory. He has a really expensive robot that helps the camera move in a certain kind of way um, for his shots. Now, y'all heard how much that cost. How much was that again, Moose? He said a quarter mil, 250, yeah. So, uh, I found this very interesting because we always want to sit and think about how do we stand out? There's so many brands, so many people doing what we're trying to do and what we're trying to do to stand out and, and be different. And when we do it, it seems like, especially if we're leading or people already watching us, that it gets copied in 2.3 seconds or somebody else did it the same time. So his way of thinking about it is, you know what? Let me buy the most expensive thing that creates an effect. And that's going to be super hard to replicate. And so that instantly makes me think, like sometimes we got to spend the bag just to avoid being duplicated. And... Some people are going to be like, ah, I don't have it. I don't have it. And he probably didn't have it in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Right. But this is the importance of investing in your craft because he already understands to stay on top of the game. He has to continue to be new. He has to continue to innovate. And even the smallest movements in a video can make you stand out like nobody's business. So yeah. he said, I'm going to invest a lot of money. It's probably really not worth it, but you can't do it. And for that, it's worth it for me. So you have to look at it like when I'm creating something or when I'm doing something for my brand, it may be expensive, but can other people duplicate it? Don't only look at something 
from a standpoint, is it expensive? Because then it becomes a status situation and other people will eventually get it. But is this something that's expensive that people are not going to duplicate right away because it's a half a mil, quarter mil, and it's something that not everybody puts priority to. To have a, a, the camera move in a robotic way is not necessarily priority. That's a nice thing, but it's not necessarily priority for some content creators. But for him, this is going to be my style that no one else could copy. For him, that's, that's priority, right? Yeah. So I, I, I really, even for myself, is thinking about what is a small thing that will instantly, if I invest in it, instantly make me stand out that other people wish they had, but it's not that super important. They, they can still go by without mm-hmm. it. They can still create certain things. They can still say certain things. But you know when you see that, it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and here are some benefits to it from a business standpoint as well, right? And number one, when you're in a good place, you can afford to make these types of acquisitions because from a tax standpoint, it's extremely helpful, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to jump into the tax expert. My accountant has me really, really well versed on this, but I'm not going to pre- pretend to be one. But from a business standpoint, if you're talking about making these types of large purchases, talk to your accountant about how that can help your business because the end of the year or depending on what you're estimating to make and gross, it's always a good idea to, to consider these types of purchases. Nikki and I had this conversation literally two days ago. I said, hey, within three to six months, if you're tracking this amount, let's make these types of moves yep. because you don't want to, you know, like, and, and here's the thing about, again, when we talk about black and brown communities going into business, you think that the idea is to hoard your money, meaning like stack your money, stash your money. And the more that you see there, the, the bigger you see the number in the account, the better that is for you. It's good for your ego, but it's not good for you at the end of the year mm-hmm. because you are going to pay a significant amount of taxes on things that you could have used. Right. Right. Meaning on equipment that you could have purchased that lowers how much taxes you could have paid and you could benefit from from using that equipment in your business or what you're doing. So definitely, I would say look into that. If you're not already aware of it, it's definitely something to consider. I was just, again, fascinated because I I remember coming across, you know, his videos when I used to watch Casey Neistat, maybe like a long time ago, maybe five or seven years ago. Casey Neistat was a a New York YouTuber who vlogged and and was a filmmaker and did a phenomenal job. Yep. And he had him on his on his uh, on his vlog once. Yeah. And then I'm scrolling through uh, Instagram last week and I see I see this guy doing a commercial for Best Buy. Mm. And I was like, "What? How do you go from YouTube to a partnership with Best Buy?" So that's what kind of had me looking into it a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then I see the growth. I was like, "Dang." Now, again, let's take it with 
let's take this with pers- with some perspective because you talk about 13 years in the game, yeah. started in his parents' house, and goes from that to now having a studio that he's paying, you know, a substantial amount of money for, but it improved his workflow and there's so much more that you can do to it. So I'm 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 pushing us now to really think about, yo, what's the next level of the thing that I'm doing? Mm-hmm. What's the next level of the thing that I'm striving for? Yes, I could say I want to be a full-time content creator, but is there another level to that? I want to be a full-time entrepreneur, but is there another level to that? I want to establish a personal brand, but is there another level to that? All right, so I heard something that said uh, it takes just as much energy to work on something small as it does to create something big. So you might as well go for the, the bigger, you know, the bigger concept It's right. going to take the same energy. So, yeah, I just I just thought it would be important to talk about that. But, yeah, shout out to shout out to my man. And he's right here in Jersey. So uh, if you watch this, man, you want to do a little, you know what I'm saying? Just a little something, something. We, uh, we're local. <laughs> we're local. I'm just saying. Moose is local. I'm not local. I'm not local. Yeah, man. Close enough. <laughs> I'm not local, but. Local for the right reasons. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? We can make anything happen. There's there's planes and automobiles. Who says automobiles? Wait, who says Uh, That's outdated a little bit. It's all right. Automobiles. Wow. (laughs) What's wrong with me? It's all good. It's all good. Anyways, uh, look, we are going to continue our conversations on the after show. We got a really good topic of uh, does it matter to create the relationships or to just be whole. So we're going to have that conversation on the after show. Uh, big announcement. Big announcement. Hold on. People, we're on fan base. Hey. Yes. Yes, we have now uh, converted from Instagram to fan base. We're still going to have our Instagram. Don't get it twisted. But this is for those who truly support us, right? We are going to put the after show clips in a fan base as, you know, for subscribers. And on our regular posts, if you really love it, you can send us some love, which is like tips on the actual post. So we're going on fan fan base. Shout out to Isaac Hayes the third. Shout out to the fan base community. Um, this is really big. We've been strategizing on it for a little bit, so we kind of introduced it for a reason uh, last week when it came to the YouTube, the highest paid YouTube stars. Talking about it in the subscription situation, we practice what we preach. We're going to be on fan base, so. Please, please, please go find us there at Nikki and Moose. Send us some love, literally. And uh, you can chat with us over there. But, um, Moose, ready? Are you sure? You ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? You sure, sure? Yeah, yeah. I've been, uh, I've been thinking about this for a while, actually. Well, not a while, but I had a conversation uh, just last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Kurt. We had a really good conversation. But I, I'm, 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 I'm a little concerned because I know that words are powerful. Mm-hmm. 
words are powerful, but I'm a little concerned that our community is starting to get too attached to quotes and bars, oh. and they use that as their inspiration for building business. Oh, Let me tell wait, you why. Wait, wait, wait. Go just, just, there you go. <laughs> Are you going to jump right into it? Go, go, go right. I, I don't even want the backstory. I just want the bar. I just want the bar. Well, let me tell you this nonetheless. Okay. I know words are powerful, but be careful not to use bars and quotes as your inspiration to start a business because bars don't build businesses. Frameworks do. Quotes don't build businesses. Data does. Memes don't build business. Customer service does. So just be careful for what you use as your inspiration to start a business. I wanted to put air horns right before that. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> God. 